Okay. All right. Here we are back again with another episode. Nicole, great to see you. I know. I wish we weren't virtual, but you know, I guess this is what we have to do nowadays. Yes. For our audience, we know that we're still having our mic troubles. This time we're trying to record in separate places to see if that helps. But we, again, appreciate you bearing with us as we work to figure all of this out. Yes. I mean, you know, me and Alyssa kind of made this podcast to spend more time together and instead we have to be virtual. But I will say Zoom lighting is always the best. Even though this is an audio medium and not a visual medium. You know, we can give the audience this visual when I put on our Instagram. Please follow hotzone underscore pod. I will not repeat this again. Just kidding. I'll keep repeating it. Shout it off the rooftops. Okay, so before we dive in, I mean, one thing I want to kind of talk about is basketball. Obviously, the playoffs are happening. Me and Alyssa are actually trying to expand our repertoire. Repertoire. Yes, there we go. And you watch some football or, oh my gosh, watch some basketball. Here I am, you know, just tunnel vision. You got football on the brain. Yeah. So it was really funny though, because my brother family's super into basketball. So we were watching at my parents' house and my brother saw a commercial with Matthew Stafford and he asked me right after, who is that? And I legit was just like, how do you not know who he is? And I said, Matt Stafford. And my brother was like, oh, who is that? And I was like the quarterback for the Oh, Rams. he didn't even know that was a player? I know, I know. He said that Matt Stafford looked like Chris Pratt, actually. I yeah, like an ugly it. Chris Pratt or like Chris Pratt when he was still a little thicker. But Chris Pratt does not have a Super Bowl ring. No, just a shitty personality, so... I think Matt Stafford takes the cake, but yeah, they do look a little like, yeah. So like they could I be just, cousins, not necessarily brothers, but maybe cousins. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting just because I know nothing about basketball, literally just learned who Jordan Poole was yesterday. Honestly, no idea <laughs> he even existed. So it was just funny. You know, my brother knows everything basketball and I know most stuff football kind of, okay. I'm not going to put myself on a pedestal. I know some stuff football, but yeah, you know, so me and Alyssa will still be watching the games perhaps. I know, but as I always tell Alyssa, always keep your eyes looking behind the players. There were some cute people sitting in the audience, I will say. And they're probably rich too. If they can afford a finals basketball game at the state at the what chase center, uh, they got money. So That's true. Anyone within the TV view, honestly. (laughs) Oh, yeah. If you're in that sort of like first level, you're you're rich. Yeah. I mean, spotting them on the TV is not going to get get us anywhere, but whatever. But yes, me and Alyssa are waiting for our debut when they catch us at a Niners game. I told Alyssa she has to be a werewolf. No one needs me to be a werewolf. I'm not going to dress up to a Niners game. Wearing a werewolf suit is not going to catch me a man. It's just going to be embarrassing and doesn't even make sense. It would for Halloween. Okay. Also, you definitely said last year that you would wear the werewolf outfit if I bought you one. I was probably drunk at the time. You were, actually. (laughs) But I'll, I'll stand by it. If you buy it, I will wear it. All right. It has to cover my face. So no oh, one knows for sure will cover your face, Alyssa. Your face Perfect. and your hands will be furry. Then that's fine. That's plausible deniability. No <laughs> one will even know it's me. I know. I remember I goofed the boys last season and I sent a picture of someone else wearing a werewolf suit. <laughs> I said, it's Alyssa. Did any of them believe you? I think Alec might have. Mm, that tracks. All right, enough chatter about just, you know, other sports. <laughs> enough chit chat. Let's dive into the content we have. Yes. Well, not we, right. the content that you have prepared for us. So, you know, we always start with some recent news. There was a heated altercation between a 49ers player, Javon Kinlaw, and this reporter called Grant Khan. There was this video that circulated where... Javon kind of is going in on Grant saying a bunch of F you, saying he has small balls, blah, blah, blah. The reporter was saying that to him? 
no, Javon was saying this. So I guess earlier in the day, the reporter was at the Niners field or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then apparently Javon knocked off Grant's baseball cap and was kind of harassing him, allegedly. That's what Grant said in the video. But then a lot of Niners players were saying that this Grant guy actually is like trying to like pick on players and trying to start fights. And Grant also had a video saying that if he ever got touched by one of these NFL players, that he would instantly become a multimillionaire and could retire. So it was very interesting, this heated debate, but it's also kind of crazy how things can go viral. This was like a whole video and a whole story for a little bit, Hmm. but it does kind of go into also how there's a lot of scrutiny around, you know, NFL players, kind of how they behave themselves, you know, the conduct and all of this. I mean, I think it's really interesting. There are a lot of strict rules in football for what you can and can't do, which is good. But it was kind of interesting to see that this happened because I couldn't imagine anyone getting into an like an altercation. But I wonder if he got reprimanded by Kyle Shanahan. So I just Googled it since you've been talking and it looks like the 49ers are like kind of rallying behind Javon. Yes, yes. They're like standing by him. So I'm guessing he wasn't reprimanded. It sounds like they're standing by, standing by. Yeah. Him. So I think Grant is the one who's in the wrong. He seems a little douchey, though, when I yes. saw the video of him talking. I don't yeah. know. I don't really believe him. Yeah. These people are saying it seems like he's trying to do like a get rich quick scheme by like upsetting a player and like maybe suing them or whatever and taking the fame. What an <sighs> asshole. This is America where everyone's getting sued, honestly. We're trying to get rich for quick. Yeah, sounds like Javon is in the right. Yeah, so pretty interesting. A little bit of a little a bit quick, of fun facts. <laughs> a quick hitter, quick news news bite. <laughs> yes. And then, you know, that's kind of, I guess, more lighthearted compared to some other news that's been happening. Jeff oh. Gladney, an Arizona Cardinals cornerback, was actually killed in a car accident. On May 29th. Um, I did see this on Twitter. Yeah, very sad. I think it first caught the attention because the Cardinals posted something about how he had passed away. He was Mm -hmm. only 25 years old and also a first round pick as well. I would say that means he had a lot of promise and his Mm -hmm. life was cut short. And I mean, it's just sad. It's sad in general. Yeah, no, that's super sad to be only 25 with like so many years ahead of you. Probably like such a strong career ahead of him. Did they say like what whose fault it was, like what the circumstances of the car accident was, or it was like kind of vague. I didn't see any additional details. It just got Mm -hmm. picked up by the Cardinals kind of addressing that he had passed away and kind of Mm. sending condolences. So I'm not sure if anything new kind of came out since then. That's sad. But yes, very sad, very sad. Then there is Jerry Judy. So we had the story about him and how he was tampering with this was like with his baby mama and he like took her shit and like put it in his car okay yes exactly Mm -hmm. so all charges are dismissed as we had predicted Mm -hmm. so he's free to be on fantasy rosters again that's good although i will say i said it the first time and i'll say it again he's not that good don't pick him up but what a silly scandal this was that like like no one cares about you and your girlfriend's like private like tiffs you know But that's why there is all that scrutiny around NFL players. You know, every little thing Mm -hmm. gets kind of picked up and blown a bit out of proportion. But I guess that's with a lot of people who are in the spotlight. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm glad I guess the charges were dismissed. It means it wasn't really that serious. So great great for Jerry. I mean, I hope they resolved it. Well, yeah, they have a kid together, right? So yeah, hopefully. Okay, then the next item... Travis Johnson, who's a wide receiver for Alyssa's favorite team, the Bucks. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks, Bucks 2023. I'm sure you've never heard of him, though. What? Say his name again? Travis Johnson. No. Did he even play? Yeah, I will tell you. So he got charged with a DUI and he got cut by the Bucks a day after. Normally, people who have been to the Pro Bowl, they normally get suspended for certain actions that violate the code of conduct policy. Mm -hmm. But 
this guy hasn't played a game since he was on the Bucks for the last two seasons. So they cut ties immediately. He hasn't been on the Bucks for two seasons. He hasn't played a game while he's been on the Bucks for two oh, seasons. Okay. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's not he's not star of the team. What was his what was the news about him? They just finally were like, goodbye. Oh no, the news so, is that he got the DUI. Yes, he got the okay. DUI and then he got cut. I mean, we also saw this with last season with what was his name? The guy on the Raiders. I don't oh, know. Oh, Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs the third. He remember he had that mm. fatal DUI where yes, he yes, yes. Was going that really one, fast that one was in bad. Vegas. That one was I awful. know that he was, was really sad. So fast. Yeah, that was very sad. That honestly gave me chills. Another, you know, life cut short. I mean, for multiple people. So all around sad. Either way, everyone should always Uber everywhere. Yeah, what is this news? Do you have any news that's not going to bring me down today? Because so far it's like DUI, death, like all of these terrible things. What what else you got for me? As I say, no news is good news. So, you know, but you know, there's better stuff kind of coming up. Okay. So Daryl Williams got signed to the Cardinals. Alyssa, bonus points if you know what team he was on. (sighs) I'm going to, I'm going to take a guess and just say the Texans. Nope. Okay. <laughs> what was he it? was on the Chiefs? So okay. he was kind of the backup for CEH Clyde Edwards Elaire. Okay. And he was pretty good. So I mean the Cardinals are looking pretty stacked, I guess. And Maybe Cardinals that will have, help like, them. been strong. I think the Cardinals are strong anyway, but yeah, hopefully this will help because you know I love Kyler Murray. So if this helps Kyler, I'm all in for it. Although I Kyler. guess he, this guy's a running back. So if this guy is scoring, Kyler is not scoring, but whatever. One I mean, team, le- one dream. <laughs> at least Kyler won't have to be running around everywhere, but sometimes he has good runs. And he like needs those runs. Kyler's a little chubby. I know he moves a bit stocky. I'm not gonna lie. He does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has a stocky, a stocky little vibe. So his frame is just really stocky. It is. Yeah, I don't not, know. Not really that agile, I would say. No, no, he's not. Also, who are who are we? Who am I to talk, honestly? I'm saying. Yeah, like his agile. agility. Yeah, his agility probably <laughs> surpasses either of ours by leaps and bounds. <laughs> but here we are like, mm, he's stocky, like a professional quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> like Whatever. if anyone, if anyone was following our Instagram, another plug, we post some funny stuff, you know, but remember that video of me trying to catch a football? <laughs> yes, I do. And uh, no one's <laughs> drafting you anytime soon. So whatever. We'll just judge from our, from behind the mics. Anyway, good for Kyler. Good for Daryl Williams. We will see what this leads to. Yeah, so will be interesting. And then also there have been some retirements that have happened. You know, people are aging, aging out of football. So Frank Gore, he's one of them. He got signed for a one-day contract so that he could retire as a Niner. Yeah, so that was his longest tenure was with the Niners. He was there from 2006 to 2014. So he signed that one-day contract so he could retire with the team that he was on the longest. Um, so what does that yeah, even mean that he had to like sign the contract to retire with them? Is there like something he gets? Well, no, but I think it's just probably, you know, he feels like that was the team that he gave his soul to. So you kind of can just do this, like sign one day contract thing. Okay. I've seen this for other people too. It's like a it's ceremonial like a, sort of thing. Yeah. I think more kind of, you know, so they can be like, Oh, I retired with like my mm-hmm. team. That's cool. Yeah. Frank Gore, like, out of if you ask me to name like 10 Niners players, I would probably be able to name him. Yeah, he's pretty substantial. He's finally retiring. And bonus points if you know what position he was, Alyssa. Wide receiver. No, I don't know. Running back, my friend. Okay, so I wasn't even close. <laughs> don't you love all these pop quizzes? Trivia. I, honest, I really, I enjoy them because they're fun for me. But I feel like anyone listening probably thinks I'm an idiot. I have a lot of other great skills for those listening. Football knowledge is just not one of them. But I did get that question from last time about how many teams there are in the NFL. And I'm still riding that high because that was a total shot in the dark. So I got one out of like five so far. We should keep it like total. 
I should keep a running tally of how many things I get right. So far, it's just one. I know, but we're just getting started. Could just be one victory similar to like the Jags, (laughs) but at least it's one. (laughs) At least I got one. Then another big retirement, Ryan Fitzpatrick, also known as Fitzmagic. He played for nine teams over the span of 17 years. He was the quarterback for the Washington Commanders. And unfortunately, last year on the season opener, he suffered a hip injury, which was season ending. So he didn't even play and he had to get surgery. But, you know, sometimes going out with an injury and not pushing your body further is probably for the best. He is definitely older on the older end of. Yeah, I just looked him up. He's 39. He'll be 40 this year. So, yeah, I mean, that's. Granted, he's not senile, but that's on the older end. So makes sense. We are to... not all Tom Brady. Exactly. Yeah. And like Tom Brady's one thing is that everyone thinks he's old. So at least Ryan is getting out before people start telling him how old he is. Right. Because that was Big Ben last season. The mm-hmm. Steelers quarterback. Literally, every time he got hit, his players would gather around him and lift him up like a grandfather clock. Like, yeah, that's please step aside, grandpa. No one needs that. <laughs> I remember giving him so much shit last year. Again, from behind the TV. Yeah, <laughs> like literally scenes. just shouting at Red Zone. <laughs> always, always, guys. So basically, it's kind of a bummer that he went out with that injury. But he was also the starter for all nine teams that he was on, which is an NFL record. Oh, wow. Good for Ryan. I honestly have never heard his name before today. So the fact that he was a starter for nine different teams really just goes to show how little I pay attention. Well, I don't think he's really fantasy relevant. Yeah, I'm going to say he was definitely not fantasy relevant because the only players I know are players that are fantasy relevant and he is not registering in in my mind so he wasn't one of them or maybe he was and I really didn't pay attention who knows who knows but he was on the bills for most of his career I guess he probably left once Josh Allen stepped in I'm not sure I don't even know when Josh started I love Josh Allen I know I can't believe I had Kyler And then you had Josh. I should have just had Josh. I mean, I'm glad I had Josh because he was great. Kyler is too unpredictable, like many men. (sighs) So true. So yeah, that's a little education for you, Alyssa. Fits magic. I think a lot of people really liked his energy. So they were sad to kind of see this legend, in a sense, retire. They all have to retire at some point. It is just a bummer. It was at the beginning of a season or like he missed basically his whole last season. I think it was a sign, a sign mm-hmm. from the higher powers. Yes, that was the universe saying it's time to go and hang out with your kids or whatever it is retired football players do. But you know who wouldn't know? Tom Brady. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tom Brady only knew for like a couple months here and there when he pretended to retire. I think he never wants to find out what retired football players do. I don't think so as well. Other than like, like it- make underwear with his like, oh, yeah. underwear line. Brady brand. I was so confused. That was a lot of Tom Brady I saw today. For anyone who doesn't know what we're referencing, Giselle and Tom like posted Instagram stories of like Tom just in boxers to like hype up his new underwear line. It was a lot. I didn't want to see Tom Brady in that state of undress, especially so early in the morning. I mean, it wasn't even boxers. It was like boxer briefs. So it was yeah. there was little left to the imagination. But, yes. I mean, it looked pretty. It was a lot. Ru- <laughs> it ruined my morning. I'll definitely have to put this as the video on Instagram so people can see my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Tom Brady is the new topic that we somehow touch on every week. Please, no. I'm not touching on Tom every week. But yeah, moving on, moving on. What's what's our next topic? <laughs> if Tom appeared in news? front of you, would you not be <laughs> like, would I Hello? touch him? <laughs> okay, if Tom Brady appeared in front of me, I'd obviously be nice and be like, oh my God, I love you. But like, that's like a celebrity. hug. Oh yeah, I'd probably hug Tom Brady. I'd hug any celebrity unless they were like extremely problematic. Okay, so the next big one is Aaron Donald. He was part of the Super Bowl champions. Oh, I hate even saying that. Super Bowl champion, the Rams. He's a defensive tackle. And he signed his contract today, actually, on this is June 6th we are recording. Signed his contract today with the Rams again for three more years. He was possibly going to retire if he hmm. if they couldn't reach an agreement. Wow, he wouldn't have just like tried to play for another team. Retirement seems aggressive. 
he's older. I think he actually came out of retirement to play for the Rams last year. Yes, I Googled and he was born May 23rd, 1991. So he's 31. So not super old. Oh my God. Well, I'm almost 29. So, so he's a Gemini. That's going to be my new thing. I'm going to say the star, the star sign for every player. So Aaron Donald is a Gemini. Great. Excellent. <laughs> Contributions. So he's actually the... <laughs> He's actually the highest paid non-quarterback in NFL history. So he's getting wow. a $40 million raise. Must be nice. Yeah. So in total, making $95 million through 2024. That's amazing. Yeah. And the previous record is $30 million per year, which was Tyreek Hill, who signed the contract with the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Wow. So oh, Aaron. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, he's really good. So good for the Rams. We'll see. Maybe they'll win the bowl again, or maybe it's Niner Nation time, baby. Uh, you know what I'm going to say before I even say it. Bucks 2023. <laughs> Will you go to the Super Bowl if it's the Bucks in it? No. What kind of money do you think I have? I mean, if someone offered to take me, I would go, but I'm not paying for that. Yeah, that is true. That we should see, true. though, if the Bucks and the 49ers. They don't even play each other, do they? No, they're in different. Mm. What is it called? It's the divisions. divisions. Yeah. There's like the AFC East and the AFC West. Is that right? Am I making this up? Well, I think it's just AFC or like NFC. I'm going to cut this out because it makes me look dumb. Anyway, both of us look dumb, I think, because I don't even know if it's NFC. National Football Conference. An American uh, football conference. But there's like an East and a West, too. No, there's the East and the West, but I think just everyone in the AFC East and West play each other. Yeah, I don't know the logistics. What were we talking about? Oh, whether I'm going to the Super Bowl. No. (laughs) Who knows? I might be. Never know. If you go to the Super Bowl, I will be impressed especially if you find someone else to pay for it right that's 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 when i'll be impressed if you pay for it yourself i'll be like okay she just wanted to spend a lot of money today but if you find a nice sweet man to buy your ticket i will bow down to you honestly wine me dine me take me to the super bowl baby (laughs) if anyone if any of my friends could do it it would be you so I will oh, keep thank my, fingers, you. my fingers and toes are crossed for next year and hopefully it will be the bucks. And then you can go and just live vicariously for me or I know the I right way. Wear- I'll live vicariously through you. I don't know. I could wear a Fournette jersey. No, but I think I would try to get me and you together. Oh, wait, that's probably too big of a push. I mean, I don't know who I'm trying to find. This man must really love you if you not only get him to bring you, but also me. There's still more than a year. Oh, wait, no, not more than a year. Uh, Less than a year. Yeah. Less than a year, but you know, let's hope Hot Zone takes off. Yeah. Maybe we'll just be rich enough or famous enough that the NFL will invite us. I'll be like, oh, those girls from Hot Zone. We got to get them here. <laughs> got to keep it hot. <laughs> Absolutely. Remember when it was the Super Bowl and the, there was like the people announcing and I think The Rock announced someone and then they were doing the national anthem and it was a singer and then there was some lady playing the harp and we were talking about the Super Bowl. Imagine if it was us announcing like, if I was going to say if it was us singing the national anthem, but that would be a push. <laughs> I don't think anyone is going to invite us to sing the national anthem. We don't have very good voices, which I realize is ironic because we decided to record a podcast. But yeah, no, we're not. The national anthem won't be for us unless we like learn to be like the sign language interpreters. Like that's the only way anyone's letting us do the national anthem is if we just like learn how to sign it silently. And the ladies from Hot Zone will be our sign language experts for the <laughs> evening. I would love that. All right. Put them oh in the God. universe. We're going to manifest that. I know. Manifest Super Bowl. I don't even know where the Super Bowl is this next year, but I know it's in Vegas, I think, the year after. That's the one I'm looking to go to. That does not surprise me. And knowing you, know you me in Vegas. you'll be there. Yeah, you're in Vegas all the time anyway, but that stadium is super nice. So that would be a good yes. one to go to. Yes, yes. Well, you know, more time for that one, more than a year. Let's hope. All right, that's it for the recent news. You know, there was some a good mix, some sad news, some good news. Yeah. A gamble, much like life. Okay, the next topic. This one caught my attention when the draft happened. I saw this on my Discover page on Instagram, I'm pretty sure, but it was this, like, pretty blonde girl at the Chiefs Stadium at the 
draft party and everything. And I was so curious who she was. So I did some Instagram stalking and kind of found her profile and everything. So her name is Gracelyn Hunt, also known as Gracie. And she's the chief's heiress. So her family owns the chiefs and she's a model and an NFL spokesmodel as well. So she's 22. So pretty young. She looks older, honestly, a little bit older to me when I looked her up and was doing some research, but she's a granddaughter to Lamar Hunt and he founded the American Football League in 1960. That was also going to be a trivia question when it was founded, the American Football League, but I chose to spare you, Alyssa. Thank you. Especially since that's not NFL trivia. That's AFL. The American Football League is not NFL. It's AFL. What's the AFL? The American Football League. <laughs> like, what do you like? Oh, Australian Football League is also what it stands for. But I'm assuming that's not what this guy founded. Who is the guy? Lamar oh, the American, Hunt. The American Football League in 1960. Yeah, you do you think the NFL was only formed in 1960? I don't know when football started, Alyssa. <laughs> Way earlier than that. The American Football League was a major professional American football league that operated for 10 seasons from 1960 until 1970 when it merged with the National Football League Mm. and became the American Football Conference. So the AFC. Oh, okay. Look at that. Okay. It's all coming full circle. Okay. All right. Yeah. I I also just Googled Gracie and she looks way older than, what'd you say, 22? Right. She just seems like she's like our age, but- I, I would have put her at like 32. Yeah, I was pretty shocked that she was 22 when I She's read that. She's also an Aries. <laughs> How could I forget? You had to chime in. With the- for those for those wondering, Gracie is an Aries. So her grandfather also founded some other leagues. So clearly a sports background, sports family. That includes some soccer and tennis. And he founded and was the owner of the Kansas City Chiefs. And he passed away in 2016. So that is... Her team, ultimately, since her dad, Clark Hunt, is the owner now. When I say Chiefs heiress, I wonder if her dad passed away. It would be her who steps in. I'm not sure. I think she only has a younger sister that has the same birthday as her. But I don't believe she has a brother. So I don't know. Well, regardless of whether or not she's running the team, she certainly is inheriting a lot of money. So good for her. She's living my dream. Imagine just being there front and yeah, center absolutely gracie is for sure living the dream and the yeah. fact that she's really pretty also helps yeah so fun but the segue of her being really pretty is that she also did beauty pageants like her mom and she was miss kansas in 2021 okay. um but but she actually her background and passion was doing soccer and she wanted to be a soccer star and she played in college And then it didn't really work out and she was training for pageants and she actually had to get taught how to walk because she had a tomboy walk. I feel like that's why maybe she looks so old because a lot of these pictures are like her in her pageant makeup. Yeah, so more cakey. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps. So she's also a NFL woman's apparel spokesmodel. So she got her start when she was 13 and she was modeling And now she still does it to this day. Her mom, Tavia, actually helped drive the campaign to get more women's apparel out there because there were limited options for women. I mean, it makes sense because a lot of men watch football. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of kind of customizing kind of men's clothing to kind of work more for women. So, yeah, that's pretty interesting because, I mean, we love options, So it was nice that her mom helped pioneer that and that she was involved in it too. Because, I mean, everyone likes football. Children, women, men. Yeah. Yeah, I like that Not animals, though. Oh, okay. (laughs) Because Pepper hates it when I watch football. Wait, just because your cat gets grumpy when you watch football, I don't think it has to do with him being an animal. It probably has to do with him being a cat and you're shouting in his home. It's my home first, Alyssa. I don't know, man. That's for you and Pepper to figure out. I don't want to get involved in your domestic <laughs> disputes, but good for good for Gracie. That's cool that they're like trying to open it up to to the woman. I'm on her Instagram right now and I don't love that her like bio is knows more about football than most dudes cuz that comes off as like a very like 
pick me vibe, but she probably does. So I guess that's fair. But I get what you mean. It's kind of a bit. It's a bit much. But But I mean, when you're the chief's heiress, I mean, I'm sure you basically probably grow up freaking holding a football as a first toy. Sure. That's probably very true. And you're going to like this, Alyssa. She used to date. Can I get a drum roll? Drew Locke. Great. Alyssa. (laughs) Broncos quarterback, babyface Drew Locke. Ah, babyface Drew. Okay. I know exactly who this is. You have to hit me with the babyface first. Otherwise, I don't know who he is. Wow. That's cute. What a handsome, attractive couple they made. They're not together anymore. It probably was interesting, though, because he looked really young. He looks really young and she looks older. But no, they aren't together anymore. It's pretty interesting also because the Broncos are the Chiefs AFC West rivals. So, yeah, giving me some Romeo and Juliet vibes. She was in like her rebellious period and was like, I need to date date someone from the other side of the tracks. Yeah, There's not so that many pictures of them together. Exactly, they Alyssa. It was to... very hidden. Like, basically, this got unearthed because I think on Instagram, she said she had dated an NFL player. And the internet, of course, is all Snoopy and everything and found out that it was Drew Locke. How long ago did they date? Like, I couldn't get that answer. It's very secretive and hush hush. Mm-hmm. It's also kind of crazy that they're rivals because I feel like the Chiefs are way better than the Broncos. But I guess Absolutely. maybe once upon a time, the Broncos were good. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like rivalries, it's not necessarily like always evenly matched. Like the yeah. 49ers and the Seahawks. Like lately, the 49ers seem like they're much better than the Seahawks. Mm. The Seahawks are not bad, though. It's always a pretty no, good matchup. No, they're not bad. Yeah, that's true. Unfortunately, it's a good matchup. So she didn't break up with him, allegedly. That's up for discussion. But She did not break up with him? She allegedly broke up with him. Oh, okay. So she was saying that she was not broken up with. Ah, she had to make that clear. I did not get dumped, everyone. And she did that with a Bumble ad sponsored. What? (laughs) Like her Bumble ad was, I didn't get drumped by Drew Locke? No, not as like more hidden. More more subtle than that? Yeah. But I think it's kind of crazy because there's also people in relationships who are married from like different political parties. And it's just kind of like, I just don't understand. I mean, obviously, that's a bit different than different football rivalries, but kind of, you know, in the same wheelhouse a little bit. But it makes sense that her and Drew didn't work out because they're rivals. So I feel like that's like going against the family. She is the Chiefs. That's very true. But also... She seems maybe just like a little bit annoying because I I Googled the Bumble thing and yeah, it says rumor alert just to set the record straight. I've never been broken up with like, okay, is that important to you? Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. So I don't love this girl. Like she's pretty and I like that she has a lot of money, but her personality seems obnoxious. So you would not be friends with her? I would not be friends with Gracie. I would definitely be friends with her. I would be uh, sitting in that owner's box, taking a little picture, be like, me and my bestie. (laughs) Hashtag rolling with my homies. Of course you would. Oh my God. Then I would also be with Brittany, Brittany Lynn and Jackson Mahomes. None of this is fun. (laughs) What an obnoxious box this is. That was a fun poll that we did. Honestly, very fun. Yeah. Taught me that everyone hates all of them, basically. I know. I think it's just kind of both of them are annoying, which there's like not a lot of love for the Mahomes family out there. I know. I know. I love Patrick Mahomes forever. Never forget. (laughs) All right. So, is that it about Gracie? Anything else? That is. I mean, just I'm pretty jealous of her life. She looks like she's living it up. Football is just integrated so much. Yeah, and you know, I wish I could be sitting in the owner's box and just stroll into the stadium. I absolutely wish I had that kind of money, but alas, we do not. I know. This is us just trying to hustle, hustle on hot zone. Trying to hustle with our cheap ass like production equipment that we can't even get an audio quality correct. <laughs> not quite there yet, but almost one day. Working our way up, working our way up. Okay, so now we have our player of the week. I feel like I keep seeing that differently every week. I know we need like a little sound. We need Spencer to make us like a player of the week. (laughs) 
So this one is Darren Waller. He's oh, a t- Darren yeah. Waller holds like such a place in my little heart. Balls I don't know to if it's Waller. a good one though. Balls to the Waller. Exactly. For those that don't know, that was my fantasy name. Did I have another one or was just Balls to the Waller? It was Balls to the Waller because I was saying that you should have something fun. That was when mine was like going for gold. And then I decided mm-hmm. to change mine back to Nikki's boys because I didn't want to put too much pressure on the guys. I think you did the same with Darren Waller because it was too much pressure. I took it off. Too much pressure. I feel like I had a funny name for that league, though, most of the time. It wasn't Balls to the Waller, but I can't remember what it was. That's the only one I remember. Mm. Me too. Maybe you can log back into Yahoo Fantasy Sports and see. I know. I'm going to look it up literally right now. Mine, one of mine was Baby Don't Hurt Me for Jalen Hurts. So that was still freaking hilarious, honestly. That was your best one. You know, Jalen Hurts kind of hurt me a little bit during the season, but you know, not as much as other people. Derrick Henry, never forget. You got to let that one go. Anyway, back to Darren Waller. Yes. So Darren Waller, um, one of the best tight ends around. Definitely a very solid fantasy pick for sure. So if you see him out there and you need a tight end during the draft, definitely swoop him because he will not be around for long. So he had a photographic memory at a young age. His family loved football. He's from Georgia. They treat football very seriously down there. He had a photographic memory only at a young age or like he has a photographic memory. He has one still, yes. Wow. I don't know why I said that, like, he lost it. But do you remember Well, I don't book? know. Playing football, he could have lost it. That's not good for their brains, so I wouldn't, like, be surprised. That is true, but no, he still has a photographic memory, which is Damn. pretty cool. Yeah. So he played football when he was younger, but off the field, he was super self-conscious. He just didn't really feel like he fit in. This was probably when he was in middle school or high school, Um, He was a pretty light-skinned African-American guy, and his friends were mainly white, and he felt like people were kind of judging him for his friends and kind of acting different, in a sense, than what they would have assumed, you know? And he kind of wanted some respect from his peers, so that's why he chose football, because he noticed that all the popular kids in school played football, so he wanted to be admired, wanted to have that respect and appreciation from people, So that's why he joined the team and started playing. Great. He's also a Virgo, born on September 13th. So shouts out to the Virgos out there. Darren Waller is one of you. So, I mean, it makes sense. It sucks that kids are so mean nowadays, or not even nowadays, just in general in school. And it's so hard kids to fit in. Kids have always been so mean. Like, kids are so awful. I'm so glad we grew up in like a weird town where like bullying wasn't really a thing. Cause I don't know, kids are real assholes out there in the real world. So that sucks that he like didn't have a cool childhood, but. I mean, he's doing fine now. We kind of said this with Drew Brees. Like, Drew Brees got bullied, too. And it's like, imagine bullying these people because they're extremely successful. So Darren did well for himself. I think Darren is actually the only football player that I follow on Instagram uh, because I think he's really good looking. And I just realized he's 6'6". I don't know why I didn't realize he was that tall. That man is tall. He is a big, big boy. I think think the tight ends are all tall. Yeah, that makes sense. Like... Now that like I George know he's tall, tall, I get it. I just visualized him to be a little shorter than that, like 6'2 or 6'3, but 6'6 six, six is tall. They look small on the screen a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to gauge height. I mean, I'm terrible with height. Even when I'm like standing next to someone that's taller than me, I like kind of my eyes shift a little bit upward. I'm like, we're the same height, right? Oh my God. <laughs> so he loved football initially, really loved the sport and enjoyed it, but he was so insecure and... He got addicted to painkillers one day when his friend offered them to him. His oh. He had some sort of injury while playing football that day, and his friend said, oh, these will make you feel good. He wasn't feeling really that secure with himself in general, so he started to get addicted to them. And then in high school, he got in some trouble, got arrested for kind of doing some riffraff, and he was also a heavy drinker, always partying, tried a lot of drugs, all of that. Um, so went down a pretty rough road, but he somehow got a scholarship for Georgia Tech for football. 
Um, so somehow his performance, even though he was drinking and doing drugs and everything, did not really impact his football performance. Meanwhile, now my hangovers last two days and I had to make it a goal of this month to drag myself to the gym when hungover. So, you know, Darren Waller just seems a little bit like Superman, which is mildly terrifying. Yeah, it sounds like I didn't realize he had like such a rough past. Is he did he like overcome this or he like still like does all these drugs and drinks all the time? I assuming stay, stay tuned, yeah. Alyssa. Okay, stay yeah. Tuned. I mean, I assume he would have had to overcome this. I can't imagine anyone competing yes. at yes. that level can really be drinking every night, but who knows? In college, and we all know what happens in college. You aren't around the parents, you're drinking excessively, but you know, those are the days when there are no hangovers, you're drinking four locos. Mm-hmm. You just wake up in the morning and go to IHOP and a country omelet just heals you right up, but there's nothing even to heal. I don't know why I'm like doing this whole grand. <laughs> you like painted a very specific picture with the country omelet that we now all know what it took you to sort of get back in the saddle after you were drinking. Mine has always been McDonald's, but now we know yours is a good country omelet from where Den- you said Denny's. IHOP. But this IHOP. Was- this is past me. You went to IHOP and got eggs. I feel like you got to get pancakes at IHOP. I prefer savory over sweet. Then why are you going to IHOP? The country omelet was delicious. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. But now, you know, hungover me can barely stomach food. So uh, this is the life I lead. (laughs) Sounds like you got to try to get those country omelets again. Maybe that's the key. That's what you've been missing. I don't know. I don't think... I would go to IHOP nowadays, but no I don't way. think I've been there in a long time. I have not but, been to IHOP since yeah, high school, I think. It's been a long time for me. Um, all right, back to Darren Waller. Yeah, not, what about what does Darren do? I we don't need to hear about my even, college life. Um, I, think I assume Darren's not forever. going to the IHOP. So yeah, tell us, tell us what Darren does. So he was in college, still drinking a lot on the field. He was a great wide receiver. He was wide receiver um not tight end yet but off the field he was getting high basically cheating on the drug tests that they have to make sure you're clean mm. and can play sports um i assume georgia tech is probably like division 1 football um so the college actually mandated him to go to a rehab facility 3 days a week but he was kind of off and on i guess there wasn't really any regulation from anyone kind of making sure he went every week and all of this. So he just kind of lied and fudged his way to still play football, even though he still had the problem of drinking too much and partying too much. Mm -hmm. But he was also, again, this is why he's even more of Superman, Alyssa. Even with all of this and the partying lifestyle, he was doing really well in his classes and he graduated a semester early. I mean, with a photographic memory, that doesn't surprise me. He's probably super smart. Yes, yes. Like, if you have a photographic memory, all you have to do is read stuff and you just learn it and retain it. That's crazy smart. Yeah, so he basically played as hard as he worked and he ended up getting picked in the sixth round for the Baltimore Ravens when it came time for the draft. But everyone knew about his problems off the field. So he actually could have been like a first or second round pick based on his ability. But since there were the rumors about his off field behavior, that's why he slid to the sixth round. Understandable. Yeah, that's super understandable. Like all of that is such a liability for a team. If you don't even know he's going to like pass the drug tests that are required, you're not going to pick him up and waste, waste an early pick on him. If you it's a gamble, he's a gamble. Or at exactly. least at that point. Exactly. So uh, being in the NFL did not cure everything for him. I mean, there is a lot of deeper issues than just football. So he still kind of was partying and he failed a bunch of drug tests. His parents were actually pretty anxious, kind of. They would keep getting kind of the results when he would fail the drug tests and stuff like that. And they were just worried that eventually... Something bad would happen. He actually played six games in 2015. That's when he initially got drafted. And in 2016, he got suspended for violating the substance abuse policy. Mm. And that was also the year that he switched from wide receiver to tight end. 
And in 2017, he got suspended for the entire season, actually, the entire oh, wow. year. Um, and then a few months later, he took some pills in his car and he actually fell asleep and he felt super weird. It wasn't kind of the normal high that he was experiencing. And he fell asleep in his car, woke up four hours later, like drenched in his sweat. And the pills were actually laced with fentanyl. So I was going to say that would have been my guess. If you if he wasn't expecting it, that's usually what happened. Yeah. So that was a pretty big wake up call for him, which I think was much needed to kind mm-hmm. of Sounds get him like to kick the addiction. Yeah. So he checked himself into a rehab facility and it really helped, you know, helped him for the better. He was getting therapy, kind of working through everything and recovery. And it actually helped him become really confident in himself, which I think was the main issue, mm-hmm. just that he lacked the self-confidence and basically never felt like he fit into other people's expectations. But he learned to kind of just be happy being who he was and not feeling like he has to fit in other people's boxes and expectations. So I think it was really great for him. I'm very happy that he went to rehab and it worked not just for the drinking and everything, but just overall for his life. No, that's great to see because that's so hard to do. I mean, obviously, I know more than most people about addiction. So like, yeah, that's that's amazing for him. And that's great that he checked himself in because that's, you know, they say like the first step is admitting and like it really truly is like you can't get help unless you want it. So good for him. So now I'm guessing he's like totally sober or he like drinks a little bit or like what's his because usually if you like most of them are just sober forever. So if he's like sober, sober, that's really cool for him. Yeah. So after the rehab, he was not playing football and he was actually working at Sprouts stacking. Oh, the wow. Produce. Wow. Yeah. What a difference. Yeah. Like going from the NFL to working at Sprouts. Yes. But he actually really enjoyed working there, that's which, good. you know, good attitude. I think he came out of rehab just kind of, you know, having a fresh outlook with sure. life. Yeah. And he stayed sober, wasn't sure if he would get be able to play in the NFL again. He was working out, you know, just getting in kind of great shape. He even when going to like social events like bars or parties with friends, he still was able to maintain his sobriety, which I think is the true test. You know, whenever you're in situations where there is temptation, that's when someone could easily slip. So Mm -hmm. He was basically working out and everything. And in 2018, August, he got reinstated for the team, the Ravens. Unfortunately, there were two other tight ends that were on the team. So he actually got signed back onto the practice squad. And even though that might have given for someone else kind of less motivation, you know, thinking that they still aren't good enough. Instead, with this fresh outlook, He showed up early every day to practice and also stayed late, really was showing his commitment prior to this. He was always going to practice late, you know, going high, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And when he was frustrated, he just thought, you know, thankfully I'm still alive, which is great. You know, it's good to kind of have that thought in your mind to keep you going and not kind of turn back to your old ways. Mm-hmm. Good story, good turnaround, right? This is it was it was like interesting, got really sad, and now we're picking back up. No, honestly, I think this is such a great story. I had no idea he had such a like background and a struggle with addiction. So that's really cool that he like overcame it. I love that. Yeah, you love to yes. see it. You know, yes, you really truly, you really truly love to see it. We love these heartwarming stories. Um, yeah. So how did he end up on the Raiders, you ask? Is that the Raiders had a game against the Ravens. The offensive coordinator from the Raiders saw him. He was still on the practice squad at this point. Mm -hmm. And he was talking to John Gruden, the coach, and was like, who is that guy? And I guess the rules is that if you're on the practice squad, another team can sign you because you aren't maybe tied to the team. So later that night, um, he got signed to the Raiders and it's been a Cinderella story since. Ah, That's so I love that they were just like, oh, that guy over there. Let's get him. I know. So, you know, it was and I think he didn't he might not have anticipated that would happen. But, you know, that's why sometimes you have to keep trying even when things aren't looking great. And it worked out for him in the end because now he's one of the top three tight ends and mm-hmm. a star for the Raiders, really. He's oh, absolutely. Derek Carr's target most of the time. 
clearly fantasy relevant because me and Alyssa talked about him. Both had him on our teams. Um, Falls to the Waller. (laughs) <laughs> I want someone else to name their team that next season. Balls to the Waller, yeah. Yes, maybe it'll be me. Maybe I'll get Dar- Darren Waller. If you get him, you definitely have to. I know, that's too good of a name. So after the 2019 season, he actually created the Darren Waller Foundation, helping other people who are trying to recover from addiction. And he's working with young people as well, which I think is really great, you know, kind of helping mm-hmm. the community, the youth and everything. So I love that he's kind of, you know, taking what he has learned and trying to help other people that might be going down a bad path. So I think he's just, you know, all around good guy trying to spread his wisdom and stuff. And he also has a podcast. Hey, podcast. (laughs) We should invite him on. I know. Imagine it's us and Darren. Oh, my! that would be amazing. I would be honestly really stoked about that. I really like him. What's his I podcast? Know. Maybe I'll it's give it called a Comeback Stories. And he oh, hosted with someone else and is kind of talking about, you know, more around all this stuff with like recovery, with addiction, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So yeah, it's kind of nice. You know, he seems like a very wholesome guy. Mm-hmm. And he's also has helped another teammate, Max Crosby. Crosby had an alcohol addiction, and he was kind of helping him to kind of overcome that. So he's really, you know, kind of. I think it's good that his story is out there because I think it makes other people more comfortable with, you know, kind of being vulnerable, maybe sharing Mm -hmm. their stories, leaning on him to kind of help because his story is really great. Honestly, it's great to see just how he overcame everything and just helping other people along the way who also might be suffering a bit. So I love that he's paying it forward. Yeah, me too. I think that's really important and like sort of what alcohol anonymous and, um, narcotics anonymous it's like built on that right it's like built on helping others like the whole sponsorship thing like the 12 steps all of that good stuff so good for him for not only like overcoming that for himself but then helping other people do it too that's amazing yeah so I think all together great story great player of the week yeah my favorite so far yeah so you know we love to add some color to the players that we see on the field there's more to their good looks and their fantasy points amen amen to that so all right I feel like now I need to like draft him again although last year he did not help me I will say like not because he wasn't good but he just always gets like double teamed and triple teamed that he didn't really score me that many points that's the issue it's like the good people they have to be able to get the ball like Mm -hmm. Cooper Cup is the one who basically has can have so many defenders around him and he just grabs the ball like I need him yeah he's next level very incredible all right that is all we have for this week I think this was like a little bit of a shorter episode I think but that's okay will our audience think so I don't know (laughs) honestly hopefully they'll just be happy with the sound quality But maybe it's a short episode because we didn't have our usual in-person dinner break. That's very true. Usually our actual recording time is like two hours. And today this was just like one consecutive recording sesh. So now it's time for me to eat dinner. I think I'm going to eat and then probably go to the gym, work out just as a normal mortal in this world. Sorry, that sounds terrible. I'm going to go have dinner, probably get high and watch 90 Day Fiance. You we we lead that. very different lives, you and I. We do. We do. <laughs> All right. I think we enclose it out then. Thanks, Thanks for, for keeping it hot. hot.